to the Mental More Mindset Podcast. I'm Yaa. As a peak performance coach and lifestyle architect, I help women who are ready to reach their next level, eliminate negative self-talk and break through what's been holding them back so they can have clarity, confidence and prosperity in their career and lifestyle. This podcast is to empower you with a Mental More Mindset and help you reach your next level so you can uncover your purpose, reclaim your power and reach your potential. This means no longer living by default but dreaming big and pushing yourself to be, do and have more. I want everyone to know that change is possible, that you are not alone, and there is an alternative way forward, because when you change your mind, it will change your life. Hi everyone, so on this episode, I'm speaking with Solis. I'm going to ask Solis to give us a little bit of introduction to who she is and tell us a little bit about herself. So go ahead, Solis, tell us all about you. Hi, yeah. Um, thanks for having me on. Um, so my name is Solis, like you said. Um, I'm 21, I live in London, and I'm currently on an apprenticeship um, aiming and going to be um, a chartered surveyor. Um, I currently work in the city um, in loan recovery, um, and I love, I'm, I'm a church goer, I believe in Jesus, and I like music. That's Wonderful. That's, yeah, that's a summary. Love that. Love that. And so as a little bit of an icebreaker, um, tell us something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. Okay, so many people don't actually know that I used to work in FX. So for those that don't know, FX is front exchange. Um, so I did that for like nine months um, before I started the role I'm in now. So, yeah, I was one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad, so I'm just going to leave it yeah. alone. Um, so, so, at 21, you, you mm. talked about being a, an apprentice um, and on your way to being a chartered surveyor by the time you're 20, 22, 23, 24. Yeah. How, tell us about your professional story. Like, how did you, how are you on your way to being a chartered surveyor so young? Um, well, it's a bit of a guilty pleasure, but when I was younger, I used to watch um, Homes Under the Sun. Um, what's the other ones? Location, location, location. Location, location, <laughs> location, you know. Um, so I always knew I wanted to get into some form of property, didn't know what that was. And obviously, um, in my immediate family, I'm like the first one to go corporate as a profession. Um, so that would like, sort of navigating that was interesting. Um, but essentially, I did loads of work experience in real estate first, decided, yeah, this is what I want to do, um, and sort of bumped into this role. I was standing up on this role of being, um, like, being on an apprenticeship. And for me, even when I was, it sounds weird, but even in year seven, I knew that I wanted to do an apprenticeship. So my brother's five years older than me. Um, so that means when he left school, his head of year was my head of year. So I sort of knew what the system was and like what the progress was. And he had done an apprenticeship, but I knew I wanted to do mine a bit more corporate. Um, and I knew it was out there when most people didn't. So I was like, I'm going to get a degree. I'm just not going to go to normal uni. And that's sort of how I landed into this role. Um, and a lot of it was down to me sending emails when applications weren't open. So it was like application not open. Okay, I'll send an email. Um, and I won't lie, 
there's still some emails that I'm waiting for a response from seven years on or five years on. But um, the right ones responded, and that's why I'm here in my position now. It's not been easy. It still isn't easy, but it's a great story nonetheless. It is. It really, 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 really is. So my next question is, what motivates you to get up in the morning and do do you, like, and go to work and, like, do all the great things that you do? Yeah. I don't know if it was you, but I'm sure someone posted, like, you've got to remember, like, um, when you wake up that this was probably something you prayed for in the past Mm. so for me it's like when I wake up I'm like I wanted to be in a job that I enjoyed like I don't dread going to work which at one point I used to in a previous role like Mm. I would call in sick I'm I'm not calling sick for this for this role and I've been here for three years um and yeah so like for me it was like I prayed for this I cried over this and now I'm living it. So let me, let me, and I know as well, during our interview process, there was a, like, there was um, sort of a cohort that came in yes. and quite a lot of people wanted it. So yeah. it got narrowed down from a hundred and something to 10 people, um, eight of eight just in London. So for me, it's like, I really did cry for this job. Um, mm. <laughs> some real tears. Um, and I got it so for me it's just remembering that like you wanted this job so get up and or could or it could have gone to someone else and they could have done a better job and you never want to never want to tell yourself that right (laughs) so yeah yeah what's the one thing that you you know now that you wish you had known at your beginning of your crisis we go back to Solis five years ago or or even if we go back to Solis when you were doing your work experience in school Mm. what's the one thing that you would tell her that you yeah um no one cares about your career or your health more than you do or should care about your health more than you do um I kind of find myself um I enjoy what I do plus the team I've always been in good teams in this company um so I've always enjoyed being part of the team but obviously I have the commitment of work and uni and both of them equally have priority but I don't think I had that balance right initially Mm-hmm. Um, so I would sacrifice um, my uni work to make sure that work was done on time, punctual, speedily, sometimes even a lot of times out of hours. Um, and then I realised, um, yeah, it's just not healthy. Once I'm, I work best when I'm good mm-hmm. um, and that shouldn't be at um, sort of the detriment of my health to produce good work. So that's the key thing. That's the key thing for me, making sure that I have both prior, all my priorities in check all the time. Wow, that's a, that's a, that's really that's really good. So, so what are the best resources? Would you say that have helped you along the way? Then, like to get to resources, how so? So resources is like um, how resourceful have you been? So who's who are the people that have helped you along the way? What skills have you learned uh, along mm. the way from, or what uh, or um, or what skills did other people have that helped you along the way to get to where you are today? Like, what things have people shared with you and things like that? Yeah, I think my previous role in the FX company, which obviously was a bleak time in one's life, um, <laughs> actually taught me quite a lot. <laughs> it taught me quite a lot. But hold on, hold on. But why was it so? Why was it so bleak? Because I think it's that's important to understand why. Oh, why sorry. I forget when you're talking to just the cousin that there's bits that people won't <laughs> yeah, get into. Yeah. But um, so I left school, was desperate for a job, ended up getting this job, which I 
wasn't on my radar. Mm-hmm. Um, and I learned so much of this place. I, I, I'm always mindful of how I speak about it. Mm-hmm. But um, we were lo- working crazy hours, like maybe 12, 13 hour days, um, and was only getting paid £800 a month. Wow. And obviously you've got to factor in, obviously, we work in the city, so there's travel costs, there's there's doing things, do you know what I mean? There's life. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes the way we were t- spoken to wasn't great. Like, I remember one time I had to have a real conversation with the CEO because um, he just wasn't mindful how he spoke to people in front of other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just wasn't a nice feeling. It wasn't conducive of, a, like, a healthy workplace. So mm-hmm. I say that because now I'm in a place where, like, if I've got a concern, I know I can go to my land manager and and say, you know, I'm going to need an extra study day this week to get on top of uni. Do you know what I mean? So, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. That so that's the backstory. Yeah. Um, and then the question. Can you repeat the question again? Please? Yeah, sure. So the um the question was um resources, right? Yes. So resources. And so what's the best resources that helped you along the way? Well, that job specifically were. that job mm. specifically there was a lot of pruning and refinement that I didn't realize at the time mm-hmm. so when I thought he was being pernickety or just being a moron um it really was quite be- beneficial because now I look at work with a much more critical eye still not mm-hmm. perfect yet because I'm, I'm learning no one is but um <laughs> yeah but um yeah so it's it's like for me it's like get it done properly the first time that's yeah. that's my aim um and so that's what I learned in that job is mm. like being super mindful of what you send out um, and being a team player in that respect. And then just from old, I've always been, I've always had a group of older people around me, whether that's cousins or friends um, or like friends, siblings or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they've always given me nuggets of wisdom. Um, so yeah, those are the two things. My previous work and older people that have been mentors to me indirectly or directly. Oh, that's amazing. So, yeah. so you mentioned uni. So how are you going to uni and have an apprenticeship? How does how do those two things work? Just so that yeah. people are clear. So, so from year seven, I said I didn't want to go to conventional uni. Just didn't think it was a bit of me. And quite honestly, I actually thought, um, I just didn't think I was actually smart enough at the time, but I knew I was smart enough to find another means to get to uni. Um, <laughs> so I knew apprenticeships were a thing um, because my, I, there's a five-year age gap between me and my brother. Um, and then I found out degree apprenticeships were a thing and I thought, well, there's my answer to prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was always mindful of that so getting into sixth form wasn't really I didn't even apply for UCAS because I, I knew that's not what I want to do mm-hmm. um, so I was always looking for apprenticeships from then so I ended up landing in a position where um, I work four days a week and study one day and my degree is funded for by my company so I go to uni to study uh, real estate management and then my job is in low recovery which obviously matches up with the professional competencies of being a chartered surveyor um so that's the setup with uni and um, my uni is online so that's that's always been the case for me whereas some people have obviously adjusted from you know in-person learning to to online yeah. but yeah so let me be clear you have yeah. a full-time job an apprenticeship which will lead to um which would lead to a role within the company at the end of the three years or however long the apprenticeship is yeah. should you want it you are doing a degree 
which will also happen at the end of a certain amount of time. And then on top of that, you are also going to become a chart surveyor. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So what creates this level of resourcefulness? This is what I want to know. At 21, what creates this level of resourcefulness? Key thing for me is faith. Um, obviously, being a Christian, the biggest example as we ha- like we have is Jesus, mm-hmm. and he was just a man of integrity. Like what he said and what he done, we always always matched up, always mm-hmm. matched up. So for me, it was like um, what I say and what I do. My biggest aim is to make sure they match up. So for me, it was like okay, if I say that I want to be in in X place and I have all these people around me that are giving me like nuggets of wisdom what am I going to do with it am I going to apply it or just say that's them so it was a lot of like I wouldn't say mistakes but a lot of lessons that older people around me had learned that I knew that I wasn't gonna be subject to for example like made to feel uncomfortable in a workplace Uh never again um that sort of thing um not take not asking um, and then not receiving and being confused as to why I didn't get it. Well, you didn't ask, mm. do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, Oof, that's being, a big one. <laughs> um, being intentional of what I was, like, what I do. Um, and again, that all came from people's small lessons or people not doing it and then me realising, yeah, okay, we're not going to do that in my life. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So what makes you, but what makes you different though? Because they're, they're, these lessons are available to all of us. I'm sure it was available to me when I was your age. Um, mm. but for whatever reason I didn't take it on so what what is it within you that you think that enables you to take it on I know what my why is um and for everyone that's completely different but for me it's that I know I'm what well, I believe that I'm promised like greatness um mm. and for me that greatness comes from the, like the power of God sort of thing and I know that you know he says that his his ways are bigger than our ways. So I'm thinking, mm-hmm. if I've got these dreams, what on earth has got uh, has God got in store for me? Yes. So each day I'm just trying to tap into it and see and see see what go on really. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, that's that's it for me. I think, I, I, in all honesty, I actually don't know what the difference is for me because I've been around older people for so long. It's always been normal for me to think at that level. It's only as I've got older that people are reminding me, okay, you've been like this since 13, 15, whatever. And I'm like, mm. it's normal. Mm. <laughs> like, respectfully, <laughs> but it is, not, it is normal. Oh, wow. That's amazing. So let's, let's look at, let's look at the, um, the, other, the other side of things. So when things haven't been so great, um, what mm. has been your, what's been your biggest um, failure or challenge? And what did you learn from it? Yeah, challenge. I'm always mindful of using those terms because, again, when I look back at certain seasons of my life, I think the fruit that has come from it or what I have taken from that, I'm glad I didn't forfeit it to do something easier. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, it felt like um, it felt like sixth form was the biggest failure because one, I didn't really want to go sixth form, but I did it because just a bit of security and my mum wanted me to and I'm obviously grateful that I did um but when I had left I obviously didn't have a job for quite a while and I had done so much work experience and then people that 
you know, just had family members that were in high positions, were able to get jobs. So for me, it felt like a bit of a kick in the teeth. Mm. I guess, I guess it's always that thing of like, if I knew what I knew now, how much more I would have bossed that season because I was crying every day. I'll be real with you. I was crying every day. I was thinking, how's this going to change? Mm. Um, and I just wish I knew that it was going to get better. Yes. Um, so I guess that for me, that season of depression, whatever you want to call it, or, or lack of belief, um, was probably the lowest point because I know what I, I know. There's more for me if I tap yeah. into it. So yeah. yeah. I'm telling you something, you're blowing me away today. Really, you are. Really, you are. How do you think that season has influenced you, that season of your life, to be where you are today? Um, I had to keep on telling myself, like, why? Like, I think, I don't know why it's so I know why it's so important. But the why is so important because it gets you out of what you're feeling in that moment. And mm. you keep on reminding yourself of what you're striving towards. Um, all just the fact you're on track like the fact that's still an aim and you're in the process of doing it means you're on track um so for me that would that's one thing that has always been key is that is that like I'm on time like even if there's a delay in my schedule I'm on time like like again not getting a job straight after sixth form I'm on time like if I didn't have that that filler job I call it the filler job um, if I didn't have that filler job in that time I don't think I'll be half as effective as I am in a workplace now yeah and I'm grateful for that um I hope that answers the question no you did you really yeah, really yeah. really did it was uh, again it was just you're on time um <laughs> so what would you say is um is your greatest fear greatest fear It's not failing. I used to think it was failing. I think it is letting, like, letting myself get in the way of me. Because mm. so it's not going to be, because it's not going to be anything else. Like, like everyone, like, do you know what I mean, like, circumstances come and go, but the mm. one thing that will determine what ha like happens is me. That, that's yeah. one thing I've really decided. Like, there's been times where everything's been going wrong. But my attitude has been like, okay, like resolutions rather than being upset, yes, which isn't yes. always easy. And I feel like there is a time to lament and be sad. But there's also a time to know that like, now <laughs> we're on track. Like we're, yes. we've got to keep going. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I think I, yeah, yeah. Oh. That is it for me. Being on, being on track is one thing I have to keep on telling myself. Yeah. And you're on time. I'm on time. You're on time and you're on track. Um, yeah. So, so what happens when you go to those when in on those days when things aren't because obviously you can't always be in the highest of spirits. So, yeah. what, how do you how do you shift to get in, back into a better place? What I realized for me, and this isn't for everyone, mm -hmm. if I'm having a bad day, I can have a bad day. I feel like so, when sometimes when you're someone that is seen as like always happy or always like getting on with it, uh -huh. you feel like you can't have that time of just lamenting and being sad. Yes. And for me, I realised that if I have my three days of being sad, oh, 
after those three days, you cannot stop me. I want to roll, baby. Do you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I let myself feel all the emotions um, because sometimes it, it makes me catch myself like, oh, mm. let's not get back into that sixth form days of feeling pitiful. Let's, let's get into the, I'm going to send an email if the job application isn't open. Let's get into that attitude. But it mm-hmm. takes me being it takes me being in that place to acknowledge it. So yes, that that that's what I'll say. Yeah, no, that that's amazing. I love the fact that the touch points that you have. So you have the touch point of saying that I know what being sad can do for me, and I know what being being resourceful can do for me. So if I'm in a place where I'm not feeling great, I'll give myself the time to not feel great, but then I exactly. still go back to the place of being resourceful. Because when what I realize when I pretend to be resourceful and I'm not mm-hmm. feeling it, the cracks will show eventually because it's like I've not I've not dealt with whatever needs to be dealt with. I'm I'm masking it or just pretending. I don't like pretense. And yeah, I don't like pretense. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's always been mindful, like, am I being authentic to myself? Because then I give myself the best opportunity to be the best me. Oh. <laughs> you'll blow me away today and all at the age of 20 oh, I have to stop saying it but all at the age of 21 well I don't have to stop saying it I'm going to phrase it like yeah. the amount of the wealth of knowledge that you have and the wealth of um, self um, assurity that you have is just so humbling to see and so it's like not, it's not all me though which is I always think it's important to know you have to surround yourself with quality people um, you know, we've had these conversations from when I was young. I have, I've had good, I have good cousins that have always like guided me. Or even if it's not been a direct guide, it's just been like, let's have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's like, so I love having conversations with people because it often makes me realize stuff that I perhaps didn't pay too much attention to. Yeah. And I feel like that's that's a strength when you can see every. You might not agree with every viewpoint. But if you can see every vantage point and can assess every situation because you're so open to things, you put like you can strategize of the English strategize. I have an idea, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you can strategize accordingly. Um, yeah. So for me, it's not just me. It's it's good people and it's having a solid foundation or a perfect example of who Jesus was because what he said and what he did matched up. that's key so it's really key for you that you're congruent with who you say you are and what you actually do well at least strive to it because I know I'm never like I have flopped a lot and I'm not even mad at it because it's like the fact that I'm self-aware of that means that means that I'm doing exactly that making sure that what I say and what I do match yeah and it's not always going to look the, the best <laughs> yeah and it's, it's an opportunity it's an opportunity to grow isn't it like yeah. okay I didn't get it right that time but you know there'll be others there'll be other yeah. opportunities to get it right so next time I will because you're more aware of it like you said you'll be self-aware of it so you know for next time exactly so so now let's get on to um, a question that I really really love what excites you about the next 12 months If I get, well, when, when I get to the end of the 12 months, I'm going to know how much it cost me to get through it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, so, like, I'm going to know that in, that, in, in the 12 months prior to this moment, where mm. I didn't think I was going to get through these 
24 months that I'd done it. Like that for me is like, that's what I'm striving for to say that I've done it. To say and I've done it well. So you to say that you you've got your degree, you've got your um your well, I'm on uh, track to getting the degree. So I yeah. don't, in a year's time I won't I wouldn't have got it yet, but I'll be definitely on track. And oh. that's more than what I felt in previous times. So yeah. Oh, that's 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 amazing. And so then my next question is, how do you fit it all in? Um and have you ever felt like you couldn't do it? So let's let's just do the first part of the question because that's the two. How do I fit it all in? Yeah. I'm not gonna pretend I don't. Some weeks mm-hmm. it's purely it's purely just focusing on work because that's priority. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just focusing on uni. Um and like beyond those two things, I have other commitments. Like even at work, we we've got a DNI board, we've got um a Christian network, we've got you know, a junior board within our floor. So like there's other things that I'm I'm plugged into. Mm-hmm. Um so for me it's just like how do I word it? It's being honest. I don't always have it on deck. So but I don't I kind of don't want to always have it on deck. Like because mm. I have to catch myself. I, I, that's why sometimes I like it when it's a bit messy because it like it makes me really have to think about like, okay, how are we going to get back on track? How because when once you're off track, you really need to assess, okay, how is how is where I'm at not fitting in with my assignment or my goal? Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Um so yeah, I'm not always, I'm not, I don't always fit in, but I get it done. So <laughs> I don't I just I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how. Yeah, that's yeah. I don't so, know. How, yeah. And have you ever felt like, well, we, you kind of answered this earlier, but if you could just elaborate a little bit more about when you've ever felt like you couldn't do it, have you ever felt that way? And what pushed you through? Yeah, I think for me, it was like one time um, I was at this like work mixer and I put up a like a picture on Snapchat back in the day and someone goes, ooh, so diverse. And I'm thinking, huh? I look at the picture, no one in that picture looked remotely like me. Mm. And I was like, oof. And then it felt a bit heavy, like I'm going to be the first, to my knowledge, on this scheme, I'm graduate and apprentice, I'm the first black girl in it. So like, that for me was quite heavy. Um, and I just felt like, oh, I don't know if I could be the first man. Like, that's a lot, like there's a lot of things you have to break off when you're the first. Um, but then I thought, then I really, like, when I sat with it, I was like, what a privilege to be the first. Because um, I get to set the status quo, like, I get to s- mm. set up. So, and, yeah. And, uh, well, first and foremost, um, telling us that this far into the interview, almost want to say, how dare you, if it wasn't so, <laughs> such a great, such great um, news. But it, but, it, I think it's it's that thing of where you know that you're going to be breaking, you're breaking barriers and it's yeah. always easier to be able to help people up rather than it is to push them up, you know? 100%. And so you're in a position where you'll be able to help other young women and young men who look like you or and don't um, to really get to their next level. And that is just such an amazing 
So, oh my gosh, you're, you're out here doing all of these things and breaking barriers. Love it. Love it. Love it. Absolutely. I love it. Uh, just. Oh, so what advice would you, would you give to a woman with all of this richness? What advice would you give to a woman who wants to go to her, her um, next level, but isn't sure about where and how to start? Just start. I know, like, I don't want to be one of those, like, you know, them empty sort of motiv motivational speakers that make it seem like it's not a graft or there's no sacrifice. Um, but you genuinely just have to start. I mean, for example, like, um, I did baking for a hot second during lockdown and I had encouraged people for, like, months to do it themselves and I never even started myself. Mm -hmm. And by the time I started, I was like, Obviously, I don't want to tax one to get me, but I just thought I could be making a lot more money. I could have made a lot more money in this time than, yeah. than I did. Obviously, I've yeah. stopped. I've ceased trading. <laughs> 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 I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. You're legal. not, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I could, if I had started X amount of time ago, I could be even further. But mm -hmm. also, I'm very mindful in that don't let that be a discourager. Mm -hmm. The moment you start, that's when your story is is like in full motion you yes. get to decide that so yeah. don't let the fact that you didn't do it a year or two ago stop you from starting now and yeah. similarly don't let another year or two pass for you to start yeah there's that but also there's that... let's be strategic as well i'm so sorry i've all i've fell victim to this as well we don't have to do everything it's not everything you must do mm -hmm. focus focus is important as well like no one wants something half ass done um, be intentional with what you do because it's a representation of who you are. No one, like, if I'm okay, let's just say I have like four different strengths, strengths, quote unquote, and I have one interaction with someone based on one strength. They don't care about the other three strengths that I possess. Their mm -hmm. interaction with me based on this one is what they're mindful of. So mm -hmm. even if all of them I'm at 60, they're only seeing 60, not knowing that I've got another what. Well, 18, 180% somewhere else. But yeah, they, don't, yeah. they don't want that. Like, do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. for me, it's like, if I have three and I'm consistent in the 90s when I were talking first class honours and that, if I'm yeah. in that first bracket, then I'm yeah. doing well. But yeah. don't spread yourself too thin. It's not worth it. Yeah. Wow. So, well, focus does stand for follow one course until successful. So it sounds like that's yeah. exactly what you're doing. Um, yeah. So... My next question is, if you were to put yourself into my shoes, what question would you ask yourself that I haven't already asked you? Oof. You're going to have to let me marinate with this one. Yeah, again. go ahead. Go ahead. Take a moment. What question would I ask? I guess the question I would ask is probably like, has comparison ever hindered what you're doing? Because I think it? that's the key one. Um, yeah, <laughs> let's keep it 100. Yeah. Um, but again, I just keep on saying it. I'm on track. I'm on track. You know, like, I've had so many delays in my life that I, I've, I actually have to realise and appreciate that I am actually on track. Because, again, that job I had after sixth form excelled and 
and propelled me for this new job that I've now been in for three years um, that I couldn't, like, I wouldn't have got in such a short space of time mm. being in a situation that I was comfortable with. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. Um, although comparison is a thief, it, it really is a thief of joy. Um, it's your choice. <laughs> it's your choice. And so, and so, what choice are you making today? Which was, I'm on track. That's what I'm telling myself. I'm on track. Like, okay, if it takes another year to graduate and become a chart surveyor, I leave debt free because my degree's paid for. I leave with five, six, seven, eight years of knowledge um, during that time, mm-hmm. and I have a network. Yeah, I'm on track. <laughs> like. Yeah, I love that. I'm on track. Oh, I love that. Wow. Yeah. On track and on time. That has definitely been the theme of um, our talk today. Yes. Um, so my uh, last question is, what gives you a meant for more mindset? For more. I don't want to be that Jesus loving lady, but I am that <laughs> Jesus loving lady. It's the promises, man. It's the promise. Tell us about the promises. Tell us about the the promises. promises. We were promised a hope and a future. We're promised Mm. that his ways are better than ours. So if I'm dreaming big, I've got like the thing is, I've got some wild dreams, right? Mm -hmm. But they're not that wild in the grand scheme of it because God wants even more for me. That (laughs) blows my mind. That honestly blows my mind. Um, (laughs) So that meant for my mindset is that. I'm literally designed for more than I'm doing now. Yeah. So what would you so what would you say to somebody? Um, because I know that even though you are that Jesus lady, you're also <laughs> that Jesus lady that loves all. So what would yeah. you say to somebody who isn't who like, oh, I don't, I don't, I'm really not on the faith thing. What would you say to yeah, them? Yeah, irrespective of that, like we set the parameters of what our lives are going to be. Mm. not even in a super like spiritual zen way and yoga Mm. but like the only person stopping you is yourself like and that's one thing I've clocked that like the seasons that I've stayed stagnant rightly or wrongly have been a result of me me either being in feeling a certain type of not even feeling a certain type of way but allowing myself to wallow in a situation for too long or Mm. speeding for a season too long either like they're both kind of detrimental in the wrong season at, yeah. at the same sort of level um so for me it's like I would tell someone that wasn't a believer that you the only person stopping you is you oh, that's which amazing. is annoying to hear yeah. but it's true it is it is and it is mm. annoying to hear it's true <laughs> <and it is. laughs> so <laughs> that's pretty much it we've come to the end uh, end of our interview but one one question I do want to ask before we absolutely do end is what season are you in? What season are you in now? Well, see, I'll be honest. Um, I'm just trying to figure out. I'm not trying to figure out. I'm trying to reconnect with my why again. Like really have a zeal for it. Um, but I think that's a good season to be in. Mm, okay, we'll leave it there. I think... Yeah. Um, we may have to get you back to, to, to <laughs> so we, when you're on your next Yeah, when I graduate, weekend. get me back. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, so let us know where we can connect with you and, fo- and follow and find out about all the great things that make up you solace.
So one of my targets this year, it, well, I say year moving forward, is to use LinkedIn properly. So you can find me at link, on LinkedIn. Um, so my name is Solis, S-O-L-A-C-E. And then my last name is Soa, so S-O-W-A-H. And you'll find me. I'm the one in the purple dress, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Thank you so, so, so much for your time, Solis. I really, Thanks for really having really, me. Thanks for you're more than welcome. Nice. So many great tidbits. So many great tidbits. I think the one thing I'm definitely going to take away, though, is being on track and being on time. And, yeah, and you know that, you know, you at, at such a young age, you just, oh, you just, your zeal and your, your like, your focus and your, your steadfastness is amazing to see and I can't wait mm. to see even more of it. So keep being you, keep doing you, keep doing all the wonderful and amazing things that only you can do and show us the greatness of you that is solace. And um, yeah, just, I, I can't wait to see it. I cannot wait to see it. Oh, you're too kind, you're too kind. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you're welcome. And with that, I'm going to um, say goodbye and we'll see you on the next one. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. For more about me and what I do, check out my website, nextlevelcoachinggroup.com, where you can also download my free Release Your Mindset Books guide. You can also follow me on Instagram at Next Level Coaching Group or on Facebook at Next Level Lounge. Please make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any upcoming episodes. And if you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a rain and review. Thanks. See you on the next one.